did, which was dope. Y- y- like, yeah. So our, our our single for No Sweat, our Hyper Crush, I have a new single coming out tomorrow. But Greg was just talking about, yeah, that's really dope that you're giving it up. You're right. Like, we it's nice to hear you say that because sometimes I forget what, what we accomplished. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like you've managed a lot of different groups and you've seen really you managed groups. Oh yeah. That was an awesome thing. I realized that artists aren't good business people, but they're great artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you sprinkle some business sense and some revenue stream sustainability yeah. and it's a different ballgame. <laughs> I mean, I kind of have a little bit of both, but Steve is a real amazing artist and he doesn't and Ange and and he doesn't have I mean he couldn't promote his own work to save his life. I mean I I can't get him to but the bangers he's putting out it's he's in, it's insane. Right. He Which he has cool. to create. He right. reminds me of Dane. Did we hit that Mikey? Did so, we, are we recording there? So guys like that Billy, sure? you just let them create, you know? Yeah, so I really appreciate Greg just like you know, stepping up and like, and also appreciating. You know, it's not even so much that he's doing us a favor. He just sees potential, which there, where it's it is there. Like we've had, like, dude, some of the biggest labels and managers in the world were fucking with us at one time or another. Wouldn't it be crazy if you made a comeback when you least expected it? You know, well, like, I mean, but they never <laughs> went anywhere. That's the thing. People have been waiting. Yeah. I mean, no, but like, he's right. Like, especially now it, with the landscape. So there's an extension for that, Mikey. If you ever want to use it. No, I know. So, I mean, just saying next time. I just need you to check this. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. So yeah, Billy, these guys worked on an awesome single, so it's time for them to put it out. But this all for me, Stem, this amazing musician was living on my couch, and I didn't understand, like, with his talent, why he was living in his van in my couch. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it clicked. That he so, just was so a great you business promoted man. him, and he, he totally. got some work and Got stuff? him some steady gigs, so how managers work is, like, the artist's growth determines their pay right so they take a cut of whatever the artist makes right so the more money the artist makes the more money the people helping them get to make right yeah and so you put them on a bunch of platforms and inspired them a little bit and and then i did that for several other acts and that was awesome but almost killed me it's like you'd go on tour and it's like every night is friday night oh you have to go on tour too with them well yeah someone's gotta like fuck you pay me okay what time is sound check but but have you ever like managed a group that's had as much like success as, as hyper crush. No, dude, I'm so glad that we get to work with each other because he's put in the work and, and, and not had the kind of results that we just have already. But Billy's right. Like in the, with the, in this kind of landscape, like we have, like, you should hear this next single that we have two more singles coming out after no sweat. One of which is one of the, my favorite songs we've ever done. And another one, that song, Easy, doom, right. doom, 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 with the, with, where we already have the video like go, start, almost done, where we're in the suits in the, in the outside in the building. The, the, the picture on our... That's what you guys did for the, in downtown, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not downtown, but, the, okay. but our picture on our iTunes header, and right. our, that's from that video. So that's... I think that one could actually like go. Yeah. 
But we'll see. We're having, it's kind of fun to like put something out and be like, oh, shit, 135 playlists? Boom. I don't, he, I don't know if he understands that. But Which is awesome. Yeah. Because I mean, 135. Out the gate. Like people added the song to their Spotify playlist. I wonder how many of those are like. So a handful of those are like big deal playlists, right? So God bless the person that's out there like, oh, man, Hyper Crush, let me add this to my party playlist or let me add this to my barbecue playlist or let me add this to the turn up playlist. Right. I mean, that's literally how artists break. Right. If you get added to like these big playlists like that millions of people follow. It matters. Playlists. Hmm. It's like the new radio. So like a DJ will put on his pay, uh, no and DJ. Yeah, and the playlists are updating right. or yep. how does so, that work? So like, for example, we're on one that's called the Daily Radar. So Spotify puts together a playlist of like, like the hottest rising things out there right now that are new. So that playlist matters, right? So we ended up on that and a couple of other that are to that essence of oh i see so i thought you had put it on platforms no this other people's found it and put it on there right. so wow that's cool yeah so know that you if you have a spotify account you can create a playlist and add hyper crush to it or create your own playlist of like I music to garden to, get to. A spotify because i can't listen to joe rogan anymore because he switched over oh yeah no you need to get spotify i mean but yeah, man, it's it's just uh, it's so refreshing because this dude's like, I can't manage any more people, and and you're coming to me with shit that like I would have to, like he's not like uh, like he is a manager, so he's coming to me like he it's just fucking crazy how you showed up at the perfect time because like I can't be like yo yo Greg check out. Yo, check the Spotify, check the fucking 1RPM, check, see where we're at on the Facebook thing and, and, and where are the numbers and the stuff. Like, I, I don't even know. This, he's like taking it a step further and he's like, yo, we got, I've never even been able to look at how, what playlist we've, I don't even know where you're getting that information, which is dope because like you're doing um, what any manager would do. You're, figure, you're looking at all the numbers trying to figure out how we can get the bag because like if we can, if one of these singles can go, there can be some real money. Placements. I yeah, mean, yeah, there's so yeah. much opportunity out there for a track yeah. like No Sweat, which yeah. is dope. And I'll, I'll straight up say this right now on air. Any money you secure, you, I want, you, you, you're entitled to, and I think you deserve uh, whatever manager fee, I don't know, 15% right. of whatever you get. Rockstar. If you can rock, if you can land, and that's kind of like so. You how, see where the incentive comes into the manager, Billy, to like, okay, let me go fucking outperform like other people within that space, right? Like, let me get the bag for like, my. Okay, act. so let's put it this way: we had a half a million dollar publishing deal on the table. There you go. I have the. I can show you the contract. Right. So what's fifteen percent of that? It's a fucking great payday. I'm just wondering. I don't know the math. Do we'll just think ten percent of uh, five hundred thousand. Would that Still don't in? know. <laughs> Five fifty grand. So, like, I mean, that's something that was real for us. Right. I mean, that was at the height of our career. But, but, but we've also gotten five thousand dollars sync for scary movie, ten thousand for, um, you know, the real world, five thousand for this. That we've been in a lot of different films. Uh, we were in, um, uh, we were in uh, Project X, which is huge. You know that movie? Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Is my life. It, it was one of our remixes, which actually was commissioned by 
it was a Drake remix that was we we were paid and commissioned by Universal Motown to do an official Drake remix. Bro, that song does so good on YouTube. Like the Drake remix, right? Yeah, it's pretty would, crazy. Would you have to go on tour again if you? Uh, maybe. No. I mean, listen. Today, I want to have an open mind to anything. I think that could be fun if it was right. Like if the pay, if the guarantees were right, and we had like a comfortable bus to tour in and I don't know maybe if I could bring Veronica I mean that would be oh, yeah. fucking epic be, if we shot the dogs. Like learning to lose <laughs> you bring everybody I mean, we have to get a big ass bus I've, seen, I've been in those big ass buses but, but here's the crazy thing about um, where we're at now is like we're almost to the point where you know neither learning to lose or hyper crush is huge but like together we can feed off each other like you know, if we were able to go on the road and film me and Veronica with our following already, that's like we could figure out a way to mm, make it content. Make the whole that, trip. Yeah, it would be great content. Yeah. And then we could make that work with the thing. But um, so wait, was it hard to stay sober on tour? Like, what was that like? You know what? Like, it wasn't hard to stay sober because the obsession to drink and use had been removed, but it was hard to, like, have fun mm. in the club. I, I wasn't, I just felt like, I, I literally felt like after the show, I would go to the club because I had to. It was like a part of my job. And right. I had to just sit in the club listening to music I hated, loud, couldn't talk to anybody. And just like, this is what people do. This is what people like aspire to do more than anything else. And I just hate being here. Because everyone else that's there. So like, they're like, they probably got like a section reserved for them. Fuck it. Just the coolest people in there. Yeah. People paid a lot of money to be sitting where we were sitting. And I had free bottle service. Fuck, what super hot waitresses like you don't even understand it was almost like torture bro because i was like and all the while i like had a pass it was in kind of an open i was in an open relationship but i didn't do anything about it i was like terrified so you were like sink, sober and straight on yeah tour. yeah and like <laughs> it was like hard i mean there were certain times when stuff also happened. steve and Ange were together too well right? that was what made it hard was because they knew they know and love veronica so i couldn't really just be like openly hitting on right they weren't right. really taking advantage of it either because they were already a couple and they're not really N- well yeah partier. i mean steve was in the beginning so billy steve- the caliber of females that would come out to hyper crush shows i mean yeah just the hottest females. Well, well, when there were club shows, right. the girls that worked there. But like in the beginning, before Steve and Ange were together, Steve was fucking around because he wasn't with her. But like the caliber of girls that were coming to those shows were like, you know, MySpace chicks, right. like young, like, like, you know, just emo MySpace chicks, 15, 16, 17 year old, like, you know, Right. Girls wearing like raver outfits and kids and like, like, like lines outside of the local like gymnasium, like, like some kid would like rent out the gymnasium and like pay us to come from across the country and perform. And it would be like packed 
they like would rent the sound system. Those were the types of shows we were doing. It was like dope, you know. I wish I could like, like little raves. And, and, yeah, and I and I just like I knew when I was doing it. Like I knew one day I'm gonna wish that I could like, you know, go back and you know capture that. But I mean, we I would I was filming a lot of it. We have like 20 or 30 eight Hypercrush TV episodes that we made. That'd be dope. They're all dope. put out. They're out. They're, They're on out. YouTube. They all have like thousands of views. But like it would be cool to re like, I mean, dude, we have content for TikTok like for days. But because um, think about where your demographics at now, right? Like late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. To like post some of those those throwbacks, right? Like that's one thing I've learned from Gary V is like he's always recirculating old content. Crucial. It's exa- well, you know, it's exhausting to have to create all fucking day, right? Yeah. So I mean, honestly, like I could, we if we could find someone to help you, I will pay them. Well, all we got to do is what? What are we? Well, do? all Just they have put to do them is out download the shit off YouTube, and right. then we could like I could do like a. You know, we could talk about it or even just post little clips to fucking TikTok. Right. All day. Ten years ago yeah. in London. I got you, know, you. On tour with Lady Gaga. Wait, what was that like? That was insane. What point of her career was she at? It was, she was about blown, to blow up no, or like blowing up. No shit. Like Just Dance was like number one. Like, dude, there was like, you know. We like So wait, you weren't playing clubs at this point. No. Like, we I showed up. To France, my first time ever being in France. On someone else's dime. Like late. <laughs> no, like we almost missed a flight. We showed up. We didn't even go to the hotel. We got out of the airplane and went straight to the Olympia, which is a 5,000 capacity venue, like a fucking theater. Right. Went like immediately from the airport to the theater, and I'm like setting up our banner. <laughs> And like our lights, like trying to figure out how we're going to do the show. Then we performed in front of like 5,000 people. And it was like a different thing because. What's that energy like to have like 5,000 people fucking just going hand? Well, they weren't going crazy. We were trying to win over that crowd, but we did because our shit was dope. And they were like, it was dance music and it was like colorful. And I made sure we got to hang our banner and. And after <laughs> the banner, Billy, it's important. Well, I mean, dude, not <laughs> right. only that, but our lights were like 120. And oh, London, so you had to bring your own lights to the show? No, we didn't. Okay. But I made sure that we did. Love it. <laughs> and the, the lights were too, like in London, the power is 220. So like our lights wouldn't really work. We needed to get like adapters. It was just complicated. <laughs> right. And then they didn't want our merch next to hers. And it was, I fought for like every little thing I could get. And after the shows, there was like a line to, to, to for people to see us and sign autographs with us by That's our dope. merch booth. And, they, and this was the first time they had ever even seen us. Um, Hypercrush in London. But maybe they were actually fans. But at that point, all we had had was the arcade and the mixtape. And at this point, Billy, it's probably just MySpace as like the platform, right? Yeah. Where you can like so yeah can... so so we were popping because we were huge on MySpace so so at that point there were kids that knew of us in London, but but we got a lot more fans just from being on that tour and it was just like, I mean I just knew we were gonna blow up, 
but we didn't. I mean, everything was pointing towards, oh, you're on your way. Well, what does that mean? So, like, it's, you it was guys really, have been placed in movies. It was really Like, hard. your music's been heard by a no, lot no, of no, people. No, 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 no. Right. I'm saying, like, our manager is Troy Carter. He manages Lady Gaga. He's got the label in his pocket. We're about to put out the new single. It's our... It's you like, ready for that life, though? I was fucking ready. We all were right. all ready, bro. And then, like, one day in Germany, he's like... I can't manage you guys anymore. And it happened to be the day after, like, we talked to Lady Gaga. Wait, why do you do that? Because we talked, because we told Lady Gaga he was managing us, Mm. and she didn't even know. He didn't even tell her, oh, by the way, I'm managing your opening act, and they're going to blow too. And I'm leveraging you to get them a half a million dollar publishing deal. What a beast like, she is though. But she realized that yeah. she's like, I'm not going to play this fucking Yeah, because game. She, she, she talked to Holly. Right. And Holly was like young and hot and like rocking the fucking 80s. Um, like, you know, uh, like the fucking uh, Goodwill Salvation Army like put together dope outfit. And Gaga was in like the custom Gucci Right. Like newspaper print outfit. And she said to Anne, she's like, oh, I remember when I used to shop at Goodwill. <laughs> savage. It was a weird, it right, was like, right. fuck, dude, it was weird, So do bro. you truly think that, that Gaga... Dude, I don't... Um, made that happen? I mean, bro, like, it was the next day. Or your manager's <laughs> like, ah, oh, this is not... Maybe I'm being a little... Bro, he sat us down... We met with him in Hollywood, and he was fucking all about it. He put us on tour with her. It was totally her. And as soon as she found out, we said, yeah, Troy's been helping us. She said, my Troy? And we're like, oh. I mean, sometimes you just say too much. So when you look at it from her perspective, now he has to split his time from just her to her and this new act, right? But what's the big deal? She's blowing. You guys are coming up. <sighs> Whatever. Right. Okay. Same no, I mean, I, the Madonna would have done the same thing. Right. So wait, what I, other internet cities did you guys like? Play out these there? types of artists, they don't get to where they're at by being like chill. And I feel like you know what? I might have done the same thing. Yeah. Right. Like when you get to that point where you have that kind of clout. You get to tell your manager, no, dude, like, sorry, but like my shit's popping right now. And like, I need all of your undivided attention. Plus we were like crushing the shows. Like we were leaving fog juice on, like we were murdering. You don't really want to like show up the headliner as the opening act. But we didn't give a fuck. Like we would come to shows as the opener with our own lights, our own PA, and just the oh, the headliners would be begging us to use our equipment. Right. Like you know me. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I wasn't fucking around. You know. Like right. we, you mean you had better equipment than what was there. No. This is Pat no, 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 no. We yeah. brought. We, they brought their own. We brought our own. Yeah. Speakers. Massive. <laughs> to speakers. <laughs> And we carried them in and hooked up the crossover and rocked because we didn't have instruments. We don't have, we're only as loud as the PA. So like 
where I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to depend on whatever house shitty house ass system they have. It's, and it's always shitty, right. when, especially when you're doing these like these inner city. Like we weren't doing like big venues. We were doing, I mean, the shows were popping. But like, you guys did the venues that mattered. Cause I remember no, a, a Roxy show well, like, that was pretty lit. Okay. So like in the beginning, yeah. Well in LA we could always do the Roxy, which isn't really that Roxy's like 500, but like, you know, five, yeah, 500 Still a fucking people. vibe. But like when you go to fucking Boise, Idaho or like, dude, I'll ne- I always, for some reason, remember, um, where's the space station? In in Florida somewhere? No, no. Where's like the secret area fifty one? Oh, yeah. Area fifty one. Where's that? Out in Nevada Arizona, somewhere, right? Nevada. Yeah, I think it's area fifty one. I think is in Arizona. Whatever, dude. We performed like right there. <laughs> like that's the kind of towns we were going to. Like weird. Not in the city. Like in the fucking suburbs. Like and that. Those were my favorite types of shows because it was not like the club. Then we started sort of. So it was like big fish in a small pond. So so, so you know? we so if you brought your own PA, your shit was gonna sound right. right. But if you didn't, like the shit was busted. But if you're a band, your shit was gonna sound good because you have all your amps. Right. Right. Only thing you're relying on the PA for is the vocals. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Right. So so we would bring and all all we had was the beat and the vocals. So we brought the PA and our shit was like knocking hard. So we were usually the opener. So wait, I read in your Wikipedia that you're a Quitarist? Is that yeah, the right term? Yeah, I, I had like a guitar. Okay. That I would like play. It was kind of like more for show, but I played, I played like parts of the song. So that was that'd the, be dope, right, Billy? To watch this guy pull that out one of these yeah, days and fucking play us a like, tune. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think know what that is. <laughs> yeah. So and it had this little slider here where you could hit a note and it would go. Wow. Oh, you gotta bring that thing. So out. I would do like solos, like do do do. Yeah, I, love it. I, I was playing. I mean, it's not that hard to play because you because like it's not like a guitar where you're doing a lot with this hand. Mm-hmm. You're really just doing shit with this hand. But that's what Wikipedia has them listed as. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's not like Pat the sober guy, Pat the podcast guy, Pat the TikTok guy. It's like the guitarist, guitar DJ, so Boom. and producer. But like, and and you know what's crazy is nobody else was doing that, which was dope. I, I was like the first person to coin that as like a dope instrument to play in an electro pop group. And then a lot of other people started doing it. So wait, where'd that inspiration come from? I don't know. Like the guitar is just like a dope, (laughs) dope, like eighties thing to do. And we were just always thinking about how we could have like a cool, like back to the future, Nintendo power glove, like all the cool shit that we like grew up, fucking loving like we wanted to incorporate that into our show neon black lights um you know fluorescent colors right donnie holly preston uh, you know uh, we were having a lot you guys of fun were killing the game billy yeah like, like uh, I, and, and so we're on tour and we're thinking okay everything you know we're backstage and we're like dude this is it's on bro like it's about to go down we're about to and then he dropped us and a label doesn't like when you lose a manager. Right. And we had just left a manager to sign with him. And then he left us. So now we're looking for number three. And we had meetings with Patrick Moxie, who's the head of Ultra Records. 
We literally went, as soon as the tour was over, we went to New York and met with Patrick Moxie, who's like a big fucking deal. And then we met with the collective who manages Lincoln Park and they fucking wooed us in this big meeting, this boardroom meeting. They had everyone there. They're like, we're fucking all about you guys. We were like the, the next big thing. And then we went with them after we had kind of told Patrick Moxie, we were down to fuck with him. And then we had this other meeting with them. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And they impressed us at the meeting. And we like, we're like, all right, cool. Like we're down to go with you guys. And then Patrick Moxie got like butthurt and he's like a big deal in the electronic scene. So he just like blacklisted us and wouldn't even talk to us because he had this ego or whatever. And then the collective like dragged their feet hard with us. Like they're like this huge company and they just gave us like this, the wrong guy who ironically is the guy, Chris at one RPM now. Who's a rock star. Is now. he? Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. He was managing all American rejects at the time. They gave us him. He's like a rock guy. He didn't really understand what we were doing. He didn't know what to do with us. They got us a really big sink on a, this like video game that like helped us out a lot. But then it was, but you know just, what? Shout out to Casey at one RPM. You're a rock star. Yeah. She's dope. But like, so that was a mistake. We should have went with Patrick Moxie at ultra records. Lesson learned, Billy. So we had a pretty, and then we had to watch LMFAO just blow up. Right. Because they kind of made like all the right decisions and we were like listening to Yeah, but they came in so connected in the music game. Um, Yes and no. I don't think that really had a whole lot to do with it. It was just hard to watch because when you're young, you're, you're, I, I was very competitive and. This other band, Billy, the grand, they're the grandkids of who? Barry Gordy. Right. And you, you guys promoted them and helped them, right? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. But I mean, more. You guys kind of came up together, no? Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and what made that hard was like, just that we, 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 uh, it was just a grind. But wait, earlier you were talking about stage diving like what's that like like fucking- well, some of our songs were like really our our all of our songs were like high energy they were aggressive <laughs> you know and i would like get going and like uh it was like a punk rock vibe it really was you know so stage diving was like appropriate love it yeah nobody really stage dived like i did right honestly i'm not just saying that like you know <laughs> Because it's kind of scary. It's scary to do that. Not really because I knew how to do it. Oh. You have to like you, you can't just jump into the crowd. You have to use the people. You have to like, you have to divide your weight and spread out. Mm-hmm. You can't just like jump in like that, which is a lot, what a lot of people do. I mean, I, I actually, we used to stage dive like off the monkey bars in middle school. Like we would set, there would be like 10 people and we would practice doing right. it. So I actually always wanted to do shit like that. So if you find yourself in that position, Billy just spread out like a cat and just, mm-hmm. but honestly the pain that I experienced watching, having to walk through all that, I think really shaped like 
me in a big way. And, and also like, I think it's probably why I was gravitating towards the whole learning to lose things so much because like that was such a hard coming that close and literally watching everyone around you blow and then like kind of just losing it slowly. Yeah. So then you met you at the very kind of end there. But then, Billy, your next hit is you fucking launch a company that has your surname in it, right? And, like, what kind of shit were you guys filming for film for Rich Productions? Oh, yeah. So Hypercrush, like, comes to that and then, boom, onto Ridge, right? Yeah. What's Ridge for your listeners that don't know? Well, we they probably do know. We started, too. like, shooting weddings and then um, my friend Aaron owned Agenda, which was a really big trade show, and he... And he also was managing the seventh letter, which is like the biggest graffiti crew clothing One line. One of their guys is out here. What's his name? Uh, Revoke, Saber, Eclipse. Yep. Eclipse does the fucking Justin Bieber album right. covers. And so these are graffiti artists they, that they, just are the shit. Yeah, and they, they got together and made a collective. Yeah. And they're just and Aaron's, the kings. And Aaron started managing them and they opened a store. And Aaron said, yo, I want you to film the opening of the store. So you guys were doing weddings. Up and he to was like, state. how much are you going to charge me? This was before any of that. And I'm working at the fucking rehab in Malibu. And I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I'll give you seven I'm like, fuck yeah. So <laughs> right. I called up Joe and Matt. Like, I think any normal person would have just went and filmed it, but I didn't do that. I called all my boys and was like, yo, let's bring out the track. Help me. Let's, I don't care about making the money. I just want to crush the video and I want to try to build a team and a company so we can make it more than just, um, I don't want to just do, I don't want to, I knew, I knew right away. So I was always thinking that way. And then, you know, one thing led to another, Aaron called me back. I'm like, yo, I want to buy this red Brian. Will you let me borrow some money? Dad, will you help me buy this camera? And then it word on the street was I had the red and then I did the agenda and we brought way more equipment than we needed to, but we were kind of like, how big was your team at agenda? Troy, Joe, me, Tim, Mike, Nate. So Agenda is like but, but, the but, largest streetwear trade show that matters. So had, everybody had that ha- there? oh yeah, so everybody that has a clothing label is rep there. Like Agenda matters if you're into streetwear. Mm-hmm. So but like yeah, but the thing that the, 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 the interesting thing about that is that like in the same in the same way that like Hypercrush was doing shit like the first to do shit. Like we were the first group to perform in a club. Like literally when DJ AM and Aoki were, were DJing and RIP AM. Yeah. And, and banana split was like becoming a thing. And Daft Punk was resurfacing and Kanye was like, and it was, there was this weird electronic movement, dance movement happening in the world. It was like a new thing. We were like a group, not DJs, like a group performing in the nightclub like literally nobody was doing that and it's such a different energy at a nightclub Billy. Because, like, yeah because we knew aaron and tall and they had and and tall hooked us up with bo jesse and we started doing weekly nights at shag and lax which was the club where dj am had banana split on saturdays on sundays we performed every saturday at that same club 
and Foo came up to me, Sauce perform. We were performing, um, we performed uh, Paperboy. Uh, um, that's a, um, it takes two to make a thing go right. We, we were like, oh, let's perform some like old classics because to get the crowd going, you know, like we'll rap and, and, and Foo came up to us because he was a DJ. He was a, one of the resident DJs on Friday night. He came up to me and he gave me his card or he gave Steve his card. He's like, yo, that's fucking dope. What you guys are doing is crazy. Like I never seen a group perform in the club like that. He gave us his card, LMFAO. And he was like, I was like, that's like the worst name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> right. what, you, what, what kind of a band name is that? And then, you know, when we went to their MySpace, we're like, damn, this is kind of crazy. They're like doing dance electro too. And, and then we started having them play with us at those clubs. We said, just come on, dude, just play with us, you know, and here, come open for us at Malibu. Inn. And, um, what a place that was the Malibu Inn. I remember seeing Shwayze perform there. Yeah. But, but the thing about like going from like hyper crush to Ridge was like in between those two things, my friend Dane died and I was like, fuck, dude, I don't really like doing this anymore. I'm chasing cloud. I'm chasing fame and numbers. And it really hurt to, 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 to have to admit that I wasn't going to win, that I had sort of lost in that field. But, but you was, didn't. No, I, yeah. Like any other act, Billy would have been fucking stoked to have... No, you're you're stoked to have been able to tour the cities you went to, build yeah. the fan base you did. Yeah, fucking. now I, I this is where I come in. So now I know the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah. So he was learning to lose in a big way, and that's when the, the point of the story is that we're now on the Learning to Lose podcast, talking about how success and results aren't what make you happy, and those shouldn't be your driving. So that the, the motivation behind wanting to just film, because that's what I did in Hypercrush anyway. I filmed everything, made the videos. That was sort of what I liked to do. It sort of became something I enjoyed doing almost more than performing. Because I've always been like a movie guy. Like he starts talking about taboo. I'm like, I want to just talk about shows and movies. And in a way, that was the... The, Plus, you had been filming since you were a teenager. Yeah, Hypercrush was almost like, oh, I just like I like we like we all like any kind of art, and if you can make art, we that's what we want to do. But like you can't, it's, you can't really make movies. So I was like, oh, okay, I, I can make music. Like if I could just get a laptop or I got an MPC, some records, and I started figuring out how to make music. If I if I and I wanted to make movies, but it just seemed so overwhelming. And then the music thing started working, but all the while I was like making um, little videos for the bands. And then when I lost that, I was like, I just want to keep doing what I love. And, um, but it's not as simple as that. Like you do have to work hard. Like Billy knows, like, and, and the ironic part of, I remember you're doing like real estate videos and whatever at the beginning. Yeah. And it's just funny because now like I'm not even really. Um, ah, this is quarantine. It's just, it's just such a weird, it's such a weird thing. Like I haven't made, been even been on a set really. I mean, I have, but I, I wasn't really 
a part of it. I wasn't. But wait, so you guys do agenda, and then what did that lead to? Because I remember seeing like you guys do like an EDC drop at one point. Oh well, yeah. Like, so we knew Pasquale from EDC. Goat. Yeah, and and because through Tall, so we started doing. Oh, oh but what I was gonna say was to go back to my point about being the first to like do something right so when i started ridge i was like i want to do recap videos on site during the event so that they can put because people are on the floor posting to instagram right so why can't the production company making the videos be posting on the day of too but like have it be sick so i would take my drone and go outside and get like agenda and like come out and reveal the fucking whole complex and then like go in and then you would cut to the inside it would show the boost and you have audio and we were like here aaron here's a video you can post at oh, noon right they were doing like three of those a day during and aaron day. was like dude aaron was like it's really hard to impress him but he would be like going around showing everyone Love it. look at this fucking dope video they made like right now right now <laughs> and then you know people weren't really doing that and i definitely understood the value of that being in a group thinking wow i wish we could have a video we could post a recap video that we could post tonight of the show we just did, not like tomorrow, right? Or even in two weeks. Most companies are like delivering the reach out. The there is something about that. While it's happening, you're getting to see like a cool little thing. A and then we would also do a more involved, longer, better video later. Later right. for like the recap, but that was what set us apart and made us, you know, pretty like desirable and ended up getting work and we started doing music videos and some higher end commercials. And then, um, we did that video for Sheck West. He didn't pay us. And then we made kind of a parody out of it. And like that went viral. But the first video we put out was his song. And then universal had us take it down. Did so you then, watch this video, Billy? I mean, these guys were like out it on was funny. He with said, all I remember some automatic guns. What do you say? Something about your mama. Nate, Nate said something about your mama. No, the kind of pro- what kind of props did you guys have he on said set? Something like I'm gonna go tell my mama. I visit my grandma every other something weekend. Something that was just so random. <laughs> I visit my grandma every other weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. No, that those were all his props. Right. He showed up with like a bunch. <laughs> he gets of, kind of arrested out there. He, he showed up with a bunch of white kids from Malibu. And a Jeep and a bunch of fake paintball guns. And I think that might be why he didn't want to post it. But I don't know. I thought the right. video was dope. So, wait. What did you guys do at EDC? Like, we what just, was that like? Same thing. Recap videos. Oh, your team must have just loved it. Biggest rave of the country. Three-day, two-day I festival. Mean, but we, we did Vegas, L.A., Miami. We did Rolling Loud. We, we've done Coachella. We've done every big festival and... It's just funny how like you go, I, how quickly I like grow out of something. Like as soon as we started popping off, I like didn't want to be doing that anymore. I wanted to be making like movies. And that's right when I started trying to make the Learning to Lose movie, which was just like such a daunting task. I can't wait to put that out. Well, Rudy's kind of working on editing yeah. it or at least putting something together. Wouldn't that be dope? Like around your we're, birthday to drop? We were thinking of like taking all the stuff we've shot from that time and just like narrating, like doing voiceovers to like tie each scene together. Hmm. I don't know. We're trying to figure out how we could put something out, but 
make it happen. I don't know. I think that like the moral of the story is you put one foot in front of the other and I don't really know exactly how all this is going to pan out or what this is going to look like in, 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 in the future, but I'm hopeful that it could be bigger than anything I've ever done. You mean LTL? Yeah. All this shit, this whole, it's like a whole movement and I, and I'm posting things that are making me scared every day. Like today I was, I've been in a lot of fear and that's, I feel like that's when you know you're doing something right. Like I post, did you see that Jordan Peterson thing I posted, Billy? No. Um, I don't, I haven't been watching anything on social media. Yeah. I want to, <laughs> I want to play this for you. Um, are you doing a di- digital detox on your trip coming up? It's no. terrifying right. being as Should, honest though. and right? as we are. <laughs> Sometimes walking through things that are hard and exposing. I said it's terrifying posting these fights it's really sometimes. For, it's really good for you. It's really good for me because it's the truth. All the negative comments and all the hate, it doesn't make it easier. It makes it harder. Hard's fine. I can do hard. I've read all these stories. They're ancient stories. First, the core element of the hero's journey, which is the proper journey through life, is voluntary confrontation with what is unknown and terrifying. That's the human way. Like, it's a fundamental element of Egyptian mythologies. It's part of the idea of the dying and resurrecting God. The consequence of voluntarily facing stress is the awakening of abilities within you that are part of our ancestral heritage. And so that is how you become a living avatar of the great heroes of the past. So does that make sense? Yeah, I think about this stuff all the time. Like you actually express genetics that you wouldn't otherwise when you get in certain situations Mm -hmm. and, and, and potentials that you didn't think you had and on and on and on. I like I like listening to him. He's no, no, but I'm saying, do you understand how I'm relating that to what I do? Yeah, because you're you're putting stuff out there that's scary. I'm like voluntarily walking into stressful possible repercussions, con- conflicting. But I'm not. It's not necessarily that we're like seeking drama or that we're like drama queens. It's just that we're being honest with each person in our life and, 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 and being transparent about the disagreements we have. And sometimes those, those disagreements escalate and, um, so, so, I but, just see that you, you like to push the envelope, go as far as you can, get as close to the nitty gritty truth as you can. Yeah, and it's just crazy some of these comments, you know. Oh, you can't well, do that. No, like, yourself, no, so. like, dude, like a lot of them are good. Uh, um, to me, it's refreshing. Keep working and don't give up. You can't fight fire with fire, but would like to say you help me stay sober in so many ways. I have so much respect for you and Veronica. Jordan Peterson rocks. We all have flaws. Um, please tell me your, your, your Zodiac sign. But then there's somebody who said you are a train wreck, breaking shit, almost cutting dogs. Um, 
That's not even that bad. <laughs> no, no. There's this one person that don't say it's terrifying. Pat, we know you love the attention. No, but are you just scrolling over people being like, hey, Pat, this is helping me out. Hey, no, no, Pat, no, 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 thanks no. for being oh, transparent. It's a lot hey, of Pat. Good, yeah, right, no, it's right. A lot so of he's scrolling stuff. over that. All that silence, these people listening here right now, is him scrolling through people being like, yo, thank you. Right. You know? It's he's what happens. Going so he's going to go all the way into that one post. And find the turd in the snow. Jesus. Is that like hitting yourself with a hammer on the foot? Or? But we all, I mean, it's kind of what we do. No, oh. no, I already read a couple good ones. I'm just looking for this one. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, how, how do I get you both to stop appearing on my page? <laughs> I, I, I need to look into this guy. I'm really glad you do. It makes me feel like my struggles are normal. It's okay to have fights. It's just fucking incredible, dude. Right. It's working. It's right. actually working. I apologize for my comments. I'm in recovery and had eight years till I dated another narcissist in recovery. Keep pushing through, Pat. I love your content. You traded substance addiction for social media addiction. Think about it. I'm just going to write, you're probably right. Fuck the bags. You're being real. You're so full of yourself. You just love people talking about you, good or bad. True. That could be said for anybody, though, you right? You could grow an awesome beard. I apologize. <laughs> you could grow an awesome beard. You haven't tried that yet. You should go for it. I apologize. If, if oh, I, you might get used to it, though. I apologize yeah. if I've ever said it's anything. It's cool now to have a beard. Yeah, but we need him looking like he's in his mid-20s, you know? Mm. It's Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody said something like, don't compare yourself to Jordan Peterson, you piece of shit. <laughs> well. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know. It, it was just, it's just, that's the shit that's hard. But that's uh, just dumb. Right. That's just a dumb comment. I mean, of course not. That guy's like a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you got all these other people that no, it's amazing. That's so, something amazing is happening, and I, and I'm I'm really, it's kind of crazy, you know. I don't even want to read. I mean, dude. So, I mean, today me and Veronica had a really, really, really bad fight about. Um, you ready? You ready for me? Are you gonna be able to handle it like a man? Or are you gonna bitch out? I don't. Right. Hold up, she locked, she yelled at me, and then she locked herself in the room mm-hmm. and went into the bath, and I was knocking, trying to get in, and, and, I, and she wasn't answering the door, and I was furious. You know, you can use a little thing that we have, remember the little pin? You can't just lock me, yes, you can't just scream at me, and then lock me out of the fucking room. I understand. And blame everything on me. When you know that I deal with the same struggle you do with our accounts. 
we're in this together. And it, 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 it's just so hard because we're talking about like something very personal that a lot of people can relate that with. That a lot of people can relate to. Like, well, you know what the biggest fights in marriages are over? Money. Right. Yeah. That's why I posted this. Right. And then later I, I hit him with this. So me and Veronica just had a really, really bad fight and things are okay right now. I mean things have calmed down. She's doing hair in the in her salon and I'm working out right now. And I just want I just the reason that I post that stuff is because I just want everyone to understand that it's okay to have flaws and to have disagreements and to have arguments. And when you've been with someone for 15 years, there are certain things that can be triggering. So I'm really sorry if you guys don't like me or if someone thinks I'm a certain way, but I really am trying to do the best I can. I want to learn. I want to grow. So like that's that to me is like okay so you hate this person right and then you see that and you're like oh wow like they're they're human after all so it's like a lesson in forgiveness empathy uh relating but i mean you have to go to the extreme to 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 touch the people to 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 make them feel like angry and Oh, you remind me of my husband. I hate you. And then if they can forgive you, maybe they can forgive their own husband. Because there's a resolution at the end of it all. Right. Which is and, then dope. Po- and then I posted another one. Because it's easy to fight somebody and then just leave it at that, right? Just walk away. 100%. Or- and that was like, and then this is the best one. This one. I got hit with some financial fear last night and I, I let my mind fester on it. And rather than going to God with it, with positivity. One negative thing led to another and we weren't in the solution. I wasn't in the solution. I came to you just with some negative energy and you came back at me with negative energy. We have a decision to take any hardship or any bad news and we get to pause and decide how we're going to look at that. And I want to choose to look at that with positivity, with love, with with God, really. Are we good? We're good. We have um, a plan. Sure. Of course, What's we're, we're always good. I said we're always good. I mean, that's just what it's going to be at the end of the day. But <laughs> cool. our plan is to journal and meditate together oh my for God. 30 days. So something good came from it. Sometimes you have to lose to learn and to get to take something <laughs> Wait, Are that'll you be actually going to meditate. You know what? That'd I'm be gonna so try dope. to. You should journaling no, that, and meditating with your me, wife. So talk for, about spiritual like growth together, right? Yeah, like that would be special. Fuck. That's what I desire. But like, like what are that? Regardless of whether we do or we don't, there's a message in what happened today with us. Right. And and, and if if couples can see like. That was a that was that that was a really bad fight. That's an right? exhausting day. So, but but like a lot of couples are going through those kinds of well, days. Well, you know what's amazing about that is often that thing will last a week. Right. So, so I'm here. What we're here to do. What I'm. One of the main things I'm here to do is to show that like we can right our wrongs immediately, which is what it says to do in the book. And we just did our meeting, and we were talking about pausing 
when agitated. And we talk about that yeah, in the but book. You're lucky you have a good partner because they're talking about you, you know, in the book. Yeah. Your partner's not always on board, you know. Um and 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 and, and, and she has her part in what happened today, but that's not my any of my concern. Totally. And as soon as I start thinking about like how she reacted to what I said, and as soon as I start thinking about how she's ungrateful to have good accountants, which we actually do have, mm-hmm. and she expects she has unrealistic expectations of our accountants. Uh-oh. Like my dad and my and my dad, I trust my dad. But I don't care about her part. No, my point in all of this is that Veronica, my point in what I'm saying is that when my mind starts going to those things, I need to be like, "Eh, eh, that's not what I should be thinking about. All I need to be thinking about is that she has brought this to my attention before. And I have Veronica. I know, but I'm saying that what I want to concern myself with is the fact that I'm ignoring you when you bring these things up and I'm not. Because I'm scared that I can't fix it. Right. But I need to at least try and like listen to her and walk through our problems. If she has a problem, that's our problem. Right. And I need to hear her. And I also would appreciate it if, if she would, I don't know, try harder to get through to me <laughs> and not just give up so easily. Because I feel like you do have a tendency to kind of Oh, he's not listening. Fuck him. I'm just going to go get high and forget about it. But you don't forget about it. And you need to bring it and be like, Pat, can we call Steve together? Yes, let's do it. When are we going to go there together? That's what we need to do. So I only need to look at my part. Right. And that's like hard, you know? And, And then we went and got, and then we went and did a therapy session, which was the two of them just fucking attacking me. Damn. Not even, I mean, not attacking me, but just right, like, right. like basically out. like my therapist was like, Pat, you need to look at how you cannot control your, emo- that's scary. The fact that you kicked that door in. And I was like, like I did pause like throughout the argument. I paused a bunch of times and I was Isn't like, it a trip when you're not saying I've broken things before. It's very rare, but man, when you're in that, yeah, like, and, 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 and like I, the door was locked and I'm like, Answer the fucking answer, the, and I'm holding my phone, like, and I'm like, I don't want it to pop off, but I'm like, ready. I just want to resolve the issue because I can't deal with unresolved conflict. And she doesn't answer, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna kick the fucking door down. But then I don't kick it down, and then I knock again, and it's like my my anger in my mind is like, in it's like this way, it's like pulsating, and then and then the anger comes back, and I'm just like, boom, and I kick the door in. And then I get in and I'm like, ah, and then you're, you're the adrenaline is you're feeding off that anger and that adrenaline. And, you, and now you're like a, that's scary. And it makes me wonder if I should get back on antidepressants over one disagree, like over one conversation with no, your wife over finances. Yeah, I, I, I'm very manic. My therapist was mentioning how I've been having these like grandiose, Maybe I just needed to be like humbled. Fucking meditate and journal. How about that? Oh, I want to. I can't. Are you kidding me? Billy meditating and journaling. Boom. Y'all heard it here. No, but Veronica. I've been saying that forever though. Y'all heard it here on Billy's the Learning like to Lose hyped. podcast. Billy's like hyped. Oh, my idea? Yeah. 
dude, the, that'd be dope. Uh, there's magic in the pen and paper and of meditation, just yeah. also. I fell yeah. off of it. I was doing it. My bird was really here. Yeah. With warm weather, sitting on the deck, and I just stopped doing it. I said, and oh, it, God, it doesn't even have to be 20 minutes, even five minutes, yeah. you know? I yeah. am so grateful that we're going to be able to do that because it's just like something that is just for some reason it's like the missing link to my sobriety that what a great I've known away. I need to do and I've wanted to do for so long. And it's like, me too. I stopped doing it too. I mean, maybe we can do that. If we can do that together, we can help each other. Imagine that. Talk crazy, about a win, you know? So yeah. I mean, what a long day though. Yeah. And, and, and these are things that are really scary. Like I thought about that fight being on Instagram and I just thought about like all the people that are going to watch it. I mean, the list is like, I have a lot of people that I know. I mean, like, I don't even want to look. Cause Instagram is a lot different demographic than TikTok. Like Instagram is like my They're aunties, like all, fucking my cousins, yeah, my nephews, like all the people right. that know me. Well, like TikTok is more like people that don't know you like that. Mm hmm. So yeah, yeah, sharing it on Instagram, what, what kind of response? What, what what kind of response did you want? How about that? I don't. Honestly, and then what'd you I, get? I, I, I don't. So. So me and Veronica had a really bad fight today, and and I just want to. It's you know how terrifying it is to know that that's out there. Like, what am I doing? I don't even, I have to like detach myself from the fact that I'm putting that, that kind of level of honesty and vulnerability and, and, and transparency out there. Like it's, it's, uh, I have to detach myself. I don't even, well, I can't know, even. There's going to be more judgment on you putting it out than what the fight was over. Yeah. Like people are probably thinking, oh, he's you know, whatever, feeding into it or blah, 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 whatever it is. But this is just real shit that's happening. And the hardest thing for me to do in that moment is pull out my phone. But other, I just, I would want to know that I wasn't alone. I think other couples have fights. I know they do. Right. No, they do. And the difference is that we made it right the day of. Like, we're good. You can, that can happen. What? Amen. No, I can. It's a I, choice I that you like made. That's... You what? Try to put the solution in there. Well, this was dope. It's exciting. We got a video dropping tomorrow. Hyper Crush, No Sweat on YouTube. It's a good video. Um, you too. Okay. Pat's drenched in sweat in this video. Uh, yeah. It's Is one. it real sweat? I don't know. Was that a prop pad or did... No, we had like these... Uh, spray bottles or something. I asked his trainer today. So I come here. I, I show up on Mondays and his trainer's usually here. And I'm like, can I pull up when they just see this guy drenched in sweat? You know what I'm saying? Like, have you seen those people where they just work out and it's just... Yeah. You know, wouldn't that be a nice... To do that or watch somebody do to that? To watch some, like, walk in and just <laughs> I guess pat so. drenched in sweat. Fuck it. Yeah, that's <laughs> never, I don't, yeah. I mean, I'm not a sweater. Even if I'm working out hard, I don't really, I, well, yeah, I guess. Do, so, do you go to the gym? No, but if I had a trainer, that'd be my expectation. Like, no, almost not. kill me. Uh. 
right? I guess. God, that sounds like a lot of work. Fuck. I mean, the yeah. guy's going to drive all the way to my house. Yeah. I can't even get myself to do push-ups lately. Mm. Those are good for you, like 20, 50 a day of those, they say. Push, yeah, any little exercise is amazing over yeah. time. Yeah, I, 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 I uh, so what do you think, Billy? Like, about you know, what? Well, what has your experience been with, with, with that kind of stuff in your relationship? And also, oh, like, um, she's, I'm not able to resolve things. There's a lack of communication. There's a, yeah, you're right. I am lucky. Yeah. They're just an ongoing resentment. Although, I, I would, I would ask, I would definitely be curious, like what level of, like, like ownership you were able to take, and w- whether, because I know from my experience with you, like you're not the guy who shows up and goes, like, "Yo, what's up, dog? Like, I want to make this right." Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it could be. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I, I'm just saying it takes two to tango, and it takes two to make shit right. It yeah, I mean, they're so complicated. I think Veronica knows you love her. I don't think Angela, I shouldn't even say her name. I mean, at this point, I don't think they're listening. Oh. They yeah. I mean, were, like, in the beginning, but, like... <laughs> We're, this we're guy. so into this now It's like yeah. Could you imagine Like Her listening An hour An hour right. Into the podcast Of her ex-husband like, Fucking I mean maybe one day But I mean dude You don't need to use your name You're right You're at, You're what you're, 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 you're chick You're chick You know like But like My Nobody ex. knows who that is anyway And I was thinking about that lately I don't And I've said this before I She's right I never gave her my heart Right. I don't even think I'm capable of giving my heart. And that's what I was trying to, like, that's something that came up with me and Billy that was, like, powerful. We even talked about it on the podcast is, like, like, you had a moment where I just, I even remember where I was in my room where I was like, yo, I'm your boy, we're like ride or die. Like I'm not gonna fucking betray you. Something along the lines of like, I told you that I want what's best for you in summer. And that's what basically and, and you to me, trust. everybody's full of shit. And when they, when they want what they want, words are just words, but you can't go through life like that well maybe i'll maybe this is my opportunity to yeah. learn yeah well, well look when we have friends and partnerships and relationships we those the whole point of those is to trust people yeah, but friends, and what they partnerships say. and relationships do fuck each other a hundred percent but if but i mean have you ever been fucked hard in a business relationship totally that's why i go in with no expectations i almost go in like when i meet somebody i almost expect that person to disappoint me so that when they do like i saw it coming Mm -hmm. yeah but you don't like if they say they're gonna do something you're not like you don't like not believe them you're not like oh you're a fucking liar you're not gonna do that not till they show you that right they don't they're a fucking liar right yeah and like if you go if you're going into it expecting it to 
fail, that goes against everything that we're trying to practice in sermon no, on the no. mountain, all that shit, right? You what, know what, what I'm mean? saying is if I, if I have some, if I hire somebody to do something for me, there's an expectation, right? But if I meet a stranger and we become friends, there's no expectation of that friendship. I don't expect them to be nice to me. I don't expect them to be mean to me. They are responsible for their own happiness. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. yeah, in work, it's one thing, but like when I meet people, like to have expectations of them, it, I don't know. I agree. I don't think we should have expectations. The expectations are just setups for fail, for. Uh, well, uh, it'll be curious to watch Craig as uh, Greg as time goes on because he's in a new relationship which he's kind of all in. And oh so. yeah, did you, you you looking at that? Why it's my voice not? No, I wasn't looking at it. Just kind of just take a glance at that every once in a while. So yeah. wait, Billy, did you hear that Wickham went viral these past few days? No. Well, post of. Post, he posted a video about Pornhub deleting a bunch of videos. So apparently they deleted 75% of their videos. Wow. And uh, yeah, it really wrecked the guy. Like he had this folder set up that you could just scroll for days apparently. Who deleted? So Pornhub removed content that was not uploaded by the content creator. Oh. So it eliminated like 75% of their content. Holy shit. So Wickham did like a really dramatic, not a dramatic video, but like it fucking hit him hard. Like he had this bookmark folder. Oh. That just like of hits. Oh, and all and half most of his hits left. Oh, I'm going to say like 90% of them are gone. Wow. There must be a lot of a sad men out there today. Right. So I think, yeah, he did a video. It's up to like, I think it was like 2.5 million views. Got him into the creator account. Like. Hmm. Yeah, he's the hottest friend I got right now. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you're any of us can get into the. Oh, how many do you need to get into the creator account? I don't know, but it was dope how it all happened like really fast for him, and it's happening. Over, over, yeah. Over him being real is what it was, right? Right. He he honestly was like, "Fuck, dude, I lost my shit." Not like <laughs> making some kind of joke about it or something. Yeah. Right. 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 So yeah. it was that honesty that just. Yeah, I was thinking about Wickham the other day. I, no, I was thinking about everybody and how character is what we. This is what we judge people on is their character, right? What do I do with those? I just get every day. I almost get one every day. Yeah. So everyone. Uh, so the character. Yeah, just forward them to me and I'll deal with it. I mean, character is basically that, be that's like, who you pay are. Pay us or like give us something. To I just I'll just keep forwarding them to you. Do it. And you know how young people they're finding themselves, and you know how Wickham had a breakdown. He had that psychedelic experience. He saw things. He left Ridge. He worked at other places. He came back. He's building a character, and we're watching it happen. Well, aren't uh, we like all the main characters in our own movies? Yeah, no, but I mean quality of character. Right. Like you don't want to fuck with someone who you know is just flinging bullshit, right? Right. And what that means is if they're not flinging bullshit, they have character. They're what's that word? Uh, they use it a lot. I don't know if I like it. Integrity that mm. you can believe them. They're not going to just feed you bullshit that you think. And in this you video, hear. I swear he almost cried in like the most realist. <laughs> Which video? His Pornhub video. He almost cried. Well, he it was it affected his life like <laughs> the shutdown of Pornhub's videos. 
Um, so this is him. So can I ask you? Deleted all their content. That's okay. So Pornhub deleted all their content. That's not from verified users. So like normal, like just because they're trying to like fight like you know fucked up shit on the website, but now only verified users, right? So like seventy five percent. They went from thirteen million videos to two million videos okay. in one day. And like I felt the repercussions because <laughs> I have in Google Chrome this like collection of bookmarks of various like videos of porn. <laughs> like, dude, it's like endless. Dude, like it's like hundreds of them. Oh and like seventy five percent of it is useless now because I touch it and it says video deleted. Yeah. I'm bad for you. <laughs> like I worked hard on that <laughs> since I was like sixteen. <laughs> that was my collection. <laughs> useless. Useless. Okay. So yeah. So, so people were able to upload to porn their own content. Yeah, yeah. So you could just porn. create an account on Pornhub and upload a video, and then everyone can watch it. Right. So they were trying. They're trying to get legit again, or something. Like maybe people are putting shit that was questionable, or something. Or, so what happens is some these these videos are, make money based on advertising. So the original creator needs to get a check. So if I'm the producer of that video. They got to cut me a check. But if someone else uploads my video, they're not going to be able to trace it back to me. Oh, okay. So just a way to... Make like, sure the right people sorry. get paid. What, what were you saying about character? Character, yeah. to, to me, is everything. That's yeah. what I'm looking for in people, right? So you're saying he went, he left, he learned, he grew. When you're young, you don't really have character. Like you have, you're an idealist. Yeah. But in the real world, idealism is all good and fine. It's good to work towards, but it doesn't work practically in life, right? And so I'm watching Wickham build character from afar, you know? And he seems pretty sincere and humble. And, and I'm glad that he's... Cause I guess you're right. So Pat has a special talent. I don't think he even knows this special talent. But Pat can see somebody and see their special talent. So he recognizes something within mm. people that, well, maybe you do too. And, yeah. and so he recognized that in Wickham, and it's turning out to be true. You know what? It's not just that I see, I, 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 I like to, I want to be close to people. Like I want to find a common ground, and, I, and we share similar interests. He loves films. So, yeah, it wasn't hard to see the talent when he started making videos for us. You know what I'm saying? And his passion for movies. He cares. Too. He watched. Yeah, but you go, you do it, you'll see a person, you'll right. be like, could they be an actor? Or, mm-hmm. or me, yeah. something in me. And I, I believe that my talents have been laden and hidden forever. Yeah, for sure. And... Wait, what are your talents? Uh, let me tell you. Let's hear it. You know? So, first of all, he's like super uh, observant and, and has a really keen eye for like art, his own p- specific. He knows, like, you, I feel like, Billy, you can tell when something looks right, even if it's not like something he likes, he can tell when it's like right or a high level or he can notice flaws. Mm-hmm. He's got a good artistic eye, which takes a high level of like sensitivity and like, and being very observant because he's super sensitive and like, 
aware of all his surroundings and like in the moment. And like, I think what it comes down to is being hypersensitive. Like that's what it takes to be a good artist, you know? Also, he's got a lot of life experience and life has humbled him in a way that that's made him super like, I don't know, like defeated, surrendered, which gives him the ability to be honest. Yeah. Be honest and not care about like how you look, which is another really cool. <laughs> that's opposite. What do you mean? How he like? Well, because he when looks. you go up to a podium and you share something that, that that's honest, that doesn't make you look good, it helps people, and that's like what we're doing here. Right. Big part of the, the the message behind this thing that we're doing came from me being touched by people sharing at AA meetings, and when you go up to a podium and you share to look good, it doesn't have the same effect. When you're like sharing because you're in pain mm. and you're just being honest because you're in pain. Right. Maybe you cry and you're not even trying to look good. You're just up there fucking sharing. You're being real. So like you can't really do that unless you've been broken. Yeah. And, 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 and we have. He has. He also has a really crazy extensive knowledge of like plants, which takes a lot of. So studied. I think my hidden talent is writing because um like. Late at night, I have to start writing, and I start writing in languages that I don't even really speak in, and like poetry. And someday before I die, I would like to write like something. And and maybe I just think that I, but I feel like. Well, I mean, here's. I the, feel like there's some because I don't even come up with it; it just comes. Well, you, where is it? Let's let's hear it. Right, let's hear some of I it. I just write it on scraps of paper, and they oh, end up in the trash. Well, eventually. you should bring them over because here's the thing about. You get the guy a notepad. Here's the thing about artists. I have many notepads <laughs> with all kinds of bits and pieces of stuff. We'll share some with us. All well, right, I have some at home, yeah. but I'll just read it. I mean, it's about you guys, so yeah. you should hear it. Can, can, can you just do? You have one that you use, or do you? Can you? Will you take you this? You gave one? me one. Okay, cool. Yeah. So here's the other thing about artists who like, like this might be this one thing that he's doing that he thinks he's really good at and he probably is. But when we're so afraid to share it because it's so sacred to us, it's hard for us to like get better or perfect it. And that's one thing that I would always encourage people to do is share their art and not have it be so sacred. And that's something that's hard for artists. Mm. And the fact that he hasn't shown anyone is that he's throwing it away. Like that kind of reminds me of some shit Steve would do. And he's like one of the illest artists I've ever met. Like he would do like the illest drawings and I would take them out of my trash can, unwrinkle them and put them on my wall. Cause they were so ill. Right. But he was just like, ah, eh, whatever. I'd buy your book, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks. I was also thinking about why. I think about you quite a bit, Greg. And I was listening to a podcast today about loneliness, Mm. especially for men, because they're not blah, 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 blah. Women aren't as basically lonely as men and as they get older like 30s 40s 50s 60s and 70s they start killing themselves 
even if they have families right. and and friends there's a profound loneliness within like an inner loneliness and i think that um Well, I think maybe you have that and you're looking for uh, meaningful relationships because, you know, the workplace, it satisfies for a while, but it's not like uh, when that dissolves, the relationships tend to dissolve. And I don't know, uh, connection. I mean, it just seems like that there's uh, really nothing more important than connection, especially as you get older, because you don't have as many opportunities that makes life worth living. And cures this almost, I would almost call it a disease of loneliness. And um, self-inflicted. Yeah, it's your My own. Choice. It's all. It's your own. Your own. I don't even. I is it a so choice or not choice? I enjoy being alone, though. Uh huh. Do you feel loneliness at times? But then, it's nice to like wake up and it's my shit in my house. Yeah. Like, no, I get that. Me too. But that, like, sort of... Like the companionship, longing for companionship or community? Well, no, because I have that. Well, I don't have a girlfriend, but I don't think that that would actually fix the the thing, the lonely thing. I mean... Because it's, it's a choice. Yeah. So it's like... I suppose. Yeah. I enjoy loneliness. Being alone. Totally. Yeah. Because it allows me to take care of me. Do you have any pets? A turtle. <laughs> a turtle. <laughs> that's not a, very much company, but that's right. cool. My snakes, bro. God, I don't know what to do with these snakes. I gotta. I mean, shit, if you snakes? put Pat alone. Um, Wait, what's that like for you, Pat, being alone? Um, Do you get those moments? Sometimes. Well, yeah. Sometimes it's chill. I I mean, I'll play a video game or watch a show. Or I'm watching this. Have you finished The Mandalorian? Yeah, dude. It's good, but after Taboo, it's like nothing. Really? Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy it, but it's simple. I don't know. You guys might not like it, but well, I've already like watched it. How many episodes? not enough and it was kind of like complicated i'm down to watch it again with subtitles and like really pay attention well i don't want to be a spoil it but at the end it's just so fitting for the times right now too it just hits you know the archetypal thing well see that's what i'm talking about this show that he's talking about is one of the highest rated shows on television and it's he loves it so it's like but it's not a show that's easy to get into so that's the thing about Billy that will surprise you is like his taste is like very ill. It's high level. Right. Like he's fa- one of his favorite bands is Primus. Love it. That's crazy. Like people don't. So yeah. My but name yeah. is Earl. You know Come on, bro. <laughs> oh, no, it's my name is Mud. My name is Mud. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not so much the lyrics. It's the math rock. It's like... Uh, Dude, they're just such good musicians. And the drummer, too. The but wait, are you playing just... Cyberpunk? I, I think I saw yeah. on a story. What's that, what's that game? So this game, Cyberpunk, Billy, is like the top-selling game out See, there right Greg, now. See, Greg, he keeps the podcast moving. 
What's cyberpunk? Exactly. What's no, like, like this will be one of our highest listened to podcasts. It's a six nine moment. Well, I don't think I've ever really told my whole story as quickly as I did yeah. because he was asking Boom. those questions. Yeah, he was. So, he's the co-host tonight. So, so, so cyberpunk is a game they've been working on for eight years, and it's kind of it's an open world game like Grand Theft Auto, kind of like more like Borderlands or really what it reminds me of is Fallout, which is like a dude. So imagine working on a video game for eight years. Eight and, years. And people were like showing up to work every day to build a game that just came out a th- few months, like a month ago. Thousands of people. An independent company at that. Thousands. Like they put money. Like how much money do you think they invested in themselves? Look it up. Right. Billions probably. So check that this out. They had to come out of pocket. But hold up. They made all their money back in the first week. Have you checked it out? No, I'm playing it. I mean, I've already i've i've put in i've put in at least twenty hours, and it's, on this game, it's 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 dope. Yeah, I mean, it's like so. It basically it takes place in the future, twenty seventy seven in Japan, and Keanu Reeves is like your basically like your character. Fuck, like, I'm sold. You, well, he's not you. Don't, you're not Keanu Reeves, but he's like a part of your imagination right. he's like your your um subconscious a hologram that appears that only you can see throughout the game Fucking telling you guardian what, angel from the future so what? your you, your character comes from 2020 head his, his character is a, a rock star in a band called samurai bill and ted called samurai his band was called samurai and he but he's also a like rebel like fighter like he was going against the system because like the world is corrupt and but the point of the the cool thing about the game is it's in this massive it's basically like 10 cities in japan shibuya ginza like the real cities and they're probably exactly i mean they they design these cities like they really are well, you guys have been out there, right? Like you can go to a place in the video game that actually exists in Japan, hmm. but it's like graffiti on the walls, like people with cyber hands and cyber, like you can get mod, like body modifications to make you like iller. Like you can get like fake eyes that help you see better. So you can upgrade your character when you, as you start playing through the game and you certain guns, you can't use until you level up and you can only level up by defeating different. So what I kind can, of stuff are you doing on there? Like, so I can go and also you can just take a car, anyone's car. Well, I can't even take fast cars yet. Cause I'm not that level, but I can go and pull someone out of their fucking Honda civic and just start driving it around the town and cry and run people <laughs> over. And if I run someone <laughs> over the cops come after me. And now I'm running from the cops right. or I can just try to kill all the cops, which is really, really hard. It's crazy. <laughs> and that's just like the side game. Right. So yeah. f- for me personally, there's like too much dialogue in the game. But if you wanted to, you could like really get into the storyline of the game. I don't really have time for all that. I'm skipping all the story. I know a little bit about what's going on, but not really. We're like a Wickham's going to sit there and just fuck it. Yeah, but even he memorize the storyline. Even he hasn't been able right. to, but it's like, um, it's a dope game. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely the most. So like if I wanted to, 
just to give you an idea of like what how big this game is if i wanted to run from one side of the map to the other will you google how long it would take to run from one side of the map to the other in, in, in cyberpunk 2077 yeah. i want to say it would take me a couple hours just to run through the map does that make sense hours and i would see so many people and things so could you even imagine like how much code that requires and i can and, and if i see oh it's just so crazy like so so there are different types of you can like be walking through the game or driving and you can see like gang activity and you can go to the gang activity and like kill all the members of the gang and like take all their shit and it's not easy. Sometimes it's really hard. Like, there are certain gangs I can't. So it's 46 hours. To, to walk from one end to the other? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> That's how big <laughs> this world is. That's fucking nuts. It's really, Like, the really amount of work Are you sure? Effort. That sounds Bro, like a I, lot. What, what did you type in? Fucking, it's Forbes.com. And this guy's like, my playthrough, essentially 100%ing the map was 46 hours. Okay, that's different. That okay. means that it took him 46 hours to beat the game. Oh, you beat, you, okay, you can beat the game. Which, which that's like actual play time, which uh, that guy's like really good. He did everything really. I'm going to be playing this. I'm, my play time's probably already at 40 hours and I'm only like level 20 or something. But yeah, it's, it's. It's cool. I mean, you can, you know, you use a sniper rifle. You can hack into different people. You can, like, hack somebody because people aren't, they're, like, modded out. So, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. But you can, like, sneak up on people and kill them. You can go in with grenades. And you can choose how you want to, what missions you want to do. I mean, there's literally 30 different things I could do. I can choose any one of them. Video games could be used for therapy. No. Well, that's what I, that's when you asked me what I would do when I was alone, I would say that's, that's one of the things that I would do. It's an escape. Do you play video games, Greg? No, I wish I did. I, I don't, but I watch my daughter and I'm like, have to accept that this is, this is the future. Mm hmm. And she's so into them, and she's seven, and they're so—they're really. What's she playing? Like, so boring. Like why? Like well, she's probably paint, playing like Roadblox and stuff like that. Yeah. That game is huge. Little Nas X did a concert in the video game. Yeah. So now artists are like Travis Scott did a concert on Fortnite. So like they're integrating music and video games into. Mm -hmm. It's like a world that they live in that just doesn't it just boring as shit to well, me roblox is gonna go public soon like they're getting bigger than minecraft which is nuts it's like one of the fastest growing yeah, but i mean these kids. kids now like and she'll also That's watch to be in. she'll also watch youtubers that yep. are probably millionaires just playing just young punks <sighs> playing these games and right. and narrate and talking well, I mean, you, the biggest youtuber in the world is a kid that plays with toys on his youtube channel they're not young punks, though. Right. It takes a lot of work, I understand, because I've been around here, but yeah, some of them are. And it also is, <laughs> it also is very hard to, to be as good as they are at these games. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So wait, you guys I have mean, a trip coming up? 
Costa Rica. What? Yeah, we're going to Costa Rica. Nice. What are you gonna do? Sorry, I'm in. A, I'm a little bit in my head right now because that because Kelly is asking me to take that video down. How do you feel about that? Are you gonna take it down? You know the one of her coming here to get Jamie the, with the cops and shit. No, I didn't know that happened. So you know Jamie left. The how? Because her le- mom's like not what that wasn't getting sober and stuff like that left where she just like left the house and where'd she go she came she came to stay here for a while so this video has 1.4 million views well i can see why she wants you to take it down So never once you can you, you don't you don't see her in the video. We don't mention any names. Nobody knows who anyone is, except for very personal family. So fuck it, I'm not taking it down. So there you go. You don't come to my house knocking on the door with the cops at seven thirty in the morning and then call shots afterwards. Right. Sorry. And I blacked out your face. Right. I blacked out her whole upper body. And that was you being face. nice because you didn't have to. No. Right. So, like, they, they made me take down the Charlie videos because of the court case. And I did. But I'm not fucking taking this one down. I'm done, dude. You need to listen to some Rage Against the Machine or something. What, what, what are you looking at me like that for? No, I'm just thinking about it because I, I started interacting with this family, like, four months ago. And I had no idea what I was walking into. Mm-hmm. I, Are you filming what I was talking about when you were Oh boy, now you're, you're asking for trouble. Hopefully, 50, no one sees it. What's that on Instagram? 50, 51,000 views in four hours. You want to you play with, you wanna play Is with that me? Is that TikTok? Yeah, that's TikTok. Oh, good. They don't use TikTok. Yeah, no one's going to see it. Not until it has a couple <laughs> hundred thousand views. We'll be in Costa Rica by then. And and, and 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 honestly, if if she saw it or someone came at me and said you need to take that down, I'm just gonna say, listen, 
what you should be worried about is the YouTube video I'm going to post. Boom. Which is the whole fucking story, which I'm making and I'm going to post because it's something that happened and I'll black her face out and I'll, I'll, I won't use her name, but the story I think should be out there. What's well, a the part of your full, life? The full story. As long as you're okay with that. Well, you, you better run some shit by me first. I'm going to, well, when it comes, first of all, that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Right. But like the full story will, and the full story is going to show her threatening to sue me. If you take your life, the full story is going to show her Veronica crying because she ruined your birthday party and us talking about how she ruined your life. But whether or not we put the accusations she made, which I think we should put in there because I'm basically laughing, talking about how we all, all men have issues with that type of stuff. And, and I think we should talk about it and say, and explain how this woman used confidential, um, vulnerable information on somebody against them, which is something you shouldn't do in AA and, Actually, I've, I'm honestly believe that she made him feel like what he was doing was worse than it actually was. That's what I think. And the more I get to know you, the more we've talked about this and dealt with this, like, I, I think that you've demonized yourself into something that's not, that, that you're not. You had a normal issue with some porn stuff that we've, we've all struggled with that. But he's like, I think, Maybe. like, I know you, bro. Like, you make shit, like, way worse than it is. I know you do. So I feel like just, I feel like I've, all, I feel like I've already probably looked at worse stuff than you were looking at. Well, I'm sure everyone's looked at worse, you know, that stuff that's on the internet. But um, you're just worried that, like... I was very isolated at the time, so you... Yeah, whatever. I mean, if it helps people, then yeah. Cause so it's, so it's here's what we're going to do. Like issue that no one wants to talk about. If and when we decide to make the video, I'm going to show, I'll make a promise right now that I'm going to show you it before we post it. Yeah, well, I hope so, yeah. And, and, I'm, and I'm probably not going to even put it on Instagram, which is where everyone is. But it's weird how like people are seeing stuff. Well, my family, this Kelly's just watching everything. It's pretty, it's pretty. I mean, it took her like a week to see it, but that thing is like that post is like borderlining like viral at this point. One point four milli. How's the kid? Back living with her mom. Okay, which she shouldn't be. Her mom needs treatment. But whatever. So wait, how does that work? If I know, if I can identify somebody that needs treatment, what is my best way to deal with somebody? Cut them off. Okay. That's what I'm trying to do. Cut her When he says off. that financially. That's no, every way. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you in my life. Stay away from us. We don't want to have anything to do with you until you're willing to go to treatment because she's tried to get sober multiple times and the wreckage that she causes and the entangled bullshit and the lies and the manipulation it's just it's too much i don't want to have anything to do with it for and your I, own safety i was like willing to go through steps and 
have her like, but she, it's, it's, it's all, everything she does is just to save face. And like, and, and she's like, kind of like, you know, what do you call it when you're like pretending to like do go through the motions just for other people? You're not really doing the deal for yourself and you're not really getting you mean there's a word for it's like it? an imposter. Well, you're just, you're just, yeah, you're, 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 you're faking it. You're going through the motions and you're just trying to get everyone off your back. Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. You have to really want it and you have to be like willing to take direction. I think uh, and you have to be willing to go to any lengths to get it. So till then what happens? Like if you're, if I'm, if, they have if, if there's hit, a 14 year old out they there, they have to hit a bottom and be willing to do anything. Mm. So I tried a bunch of times. The whole family's so messed up. Yeah. I mean, the best thing I have going for me is that my dad and Martha saw the video and, and I, while I was on the phone, I'm like, I blacked out her face and we don't mention what any names. What did they say about it? Well, he's like, you don't mention her name and you blacked out her face. Wait, we need to get your dad on the podcast. That guy's a 100%. legend, bro. I mean, dude. Fuck. He would put us on so much game. 100%. I mean, he just, he's not. Have you asked him? Like whenever he makes guest appearances in Pat's stories, it's a fucking <laughs> treat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's another thing. nothing into it would take more than showing up. You know, in my book, you know, I put, and in Steve's book, so we got a problem right there at square one. Nobody's handing you. I'm like 10 minutes away. Good, I'm happy for you. No, he, he's not, he's not, he's not going to be no. here. He's leaving. No. Good, I'm happy for I'm you. happy for you. He's just saying that 25% is high. So he's talking to Gus. He's basically, they're basically pulling out of the deal with the sober living. They don't want to do it. On, on the terms that Gus has set Gus has everyone as like an equal partner 25% each and, and my dad's like no fuck that I'm not giving you 25% of this business who are you? you worked at Live Nation who are you? you don't have any experience in this industry so my dad he comes in at the bottom of the ninth right and he he just we're playing a game right we got all our ch- all the pieces laid out agreements he just fucking cleared the whole board and said nah that's not going to happen. Well, did he make any alternative? Which is kind of crazy to, 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 to know that he's actually the one calling the shots. We've been talking to Martha and sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not even, I don't even. Yeah. Good for him though. In a well, sense. I mean, they're putting up all the risk and all the money. Right. Exactly. I would structure that deal to where if I was putting up risk and money, my partners would have to, they would earn equity over a period of time. So I wouldn't exactly start you off as my equal, but you can one day earn that much equity if you fulfill phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. So once you get to phase four, you'll own the equity you want to own, but we've gotten to phase four. Whatever that may look like, right? So like the long-term vision, whether it's like, oh, we open up our third location or this or location makes... Or if Gus wants to be that, tell him to come up with $200,000 to, to buy in or something. But when you don't right? have it... No, nobody has well, it. Well, you can get a loan or something. What? No, you can't. That's the thing. But you Everyone could earn to... sweat equity. You could earn sweat equity. There, that is not unreasonable yeah. in a deal where you're like, look... And you prove yourself while you're doing it. And then you you earn as you go based on hitting milestones. But anyway, so did your dad make any alternative offers or is it no, we're 100%? You have this other guy that we're looking into. To be a partner or? This guy who owns. So basically he's like, fuck you, Gus. I don't know you. You're not in. You can work there if you want. No, he said we're just going to, we're going to have to, I don't like your proposal. 
Which is I, fair. I, I don't, yeah, that's it. That's fair. So that gonna, happens in business. So yeah, yeah. we're just going to we're going to talk to this guy Abe and see what he's talking about. We'll have Gus restructure his approach. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm just glad I'm not involved in that. It seems like it's going to be a lot of stuff. I mean, sorry, I don't mean to like say it's just a lot of a lot. I can't wait to show up to the dinners there. Imagine the barbecues they're going to have. People just happy. That's the thing. Hanging out. Are you kidding me? I'm going to be DJ up there. Well, that's the thing that Billy doesn't. I don't know how much involvement you have with alcoholics. No, I could still go there and teach them a skill if they desire no, it. No, he, he's right. It's true, dude. Once we get the house running, it's going to be dope, dude. There's going to be like kids getting their lives saved. It's going to be, I mean, look, dude, Gus has, there are people here, Rudy, Danielle, who have days. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's going to, I think it can be, it can be rad. It can be a place where we can go to have meetings and do, I, I want to be doing the podcast in one of those rooms. I want to have it just set up and ready to go. We Could you imagine the curated movie night? Billy, we can, we can have alcoholics as our guests. No, okay. I'm not saying it's a uh. bad idea. I'm just saying that it's a lot. For all the good you're talking about, there's a whole lot of... I won't call it bad. There's a whole lot of work. With right. any, a whole lot of things to deal with. Yep. With anything in life. Right, True. right. Nothing True. easy is Anything worth, worthwhile, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm excited. I hope that works out for you guys. Yeah, I but mean, good for your dad to be in like. But fucking. it's just like with anything else in life, it's just like this is just another step, and we'll see. I mean, the house is going to open in a month. Something's going to happen. This though. guy, this guy Abe, owns a treatment facility and an IOP, and he wants to fill beds. He mm. wants this to be his, so like a sober, he wants to be a partner in this sober living. He's going to wow. be filling our beds. So it's kind of, have you done background on him or what? A little bit. I mean, that would be incredibly useful to have someone who's been through it. That's what my dad's saying. Yeah. He wants that guy who's like doing it already. Who like fucks with everything I'm doing. He likes learning to lose. He gets what we're doing. He likes the transparency part of it. He likes, I'm realizing more and more that like the, the following that I have in the sober world is very, very valuable if you're going to be opening a sober living. That's what they all want. No, we already get messages coming in, but like all the sober livings, Oh, I want to follow him. What they want is, yeah, like followers online because it's the only way to market right now. Yeah, it's more, it's, I see it not so much as a following as like a movement. Well, that's what makes it even doper is there's like a community behind it. It's a culture. It's like something people will, will, will can latch on to. At a time when fentanyl is killing ungodly numbers of kids out there and the opi- opioid, dude. If you go to the valley or Venice, the homeless are just living among everybody in tents. Yeah. And and I would say probably if you wanted to guess, 90% of them are drug addicts. Right. Wait, didn't your boy just move to Venice? Yeah. Venice ain't what it used to be. Like, I got a I buddy out there, there and he's like, bro, I spent a million and a half on a 
fucking small place and in front of me people are taking shits people are yeah. shooting up like in like homeless encampments are lighting on fire catching on fire out there because they're just you know trying to stay warm and yeah it's quite a scene out there in venice right now they're just camping out yeah yeah dda just moved out there. that's brave yeah. that's where he was all right let's wrap this up guys thank you good night good night peace